Hey, it's A. Hey, it's V. And this is T with A and V, presented by the WNBA. So, these past couple weeks, we've had a lot going on. Yes. We have lots of announcements that we have to go through. (laughs) First of all, the Olympic roster. Yay, we're both Olympians. Yes. Yay. Oh my goodness. We're it's Olympians. so exciting. I know. I'm so how did you find out? Uh I was driving and I saw Carol call me and I was like, oh goodness, here we go. Like <laughs> I just had to pull over oh, on the side of the oh, road. Oh, you were nervous. <laughs> okay. I was. I was like, let me pull over because I don't know what's this about, like what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. And then she told me and I was like stuck. Cause I was just like, oh my God, this is real. And then yeah, I called my parents and yeah, I was happy. How about you? Uh so actually, it was kind of crazy because it was the day before they announced the team. And at this point, I'm like sweating bullets. It's crunch time. And Sylvia, who's on my team, um, got the call like two days prior saying she was on the team. Yeah. I was like, well, that's it. They definitely just called people on the team first. And they're <laughs> waiting to call the people who didn't make it last. And we were like on the airport from Dallas. Oh, wow. And like the whole team was talking like, who's going to be on the team? You think this person? Blah, blah, blah. And while we were talking, I looked down. I'm like, guys, Carol Callen's calling me right now. <laughs> and everyone's like, <gasps> and I answered it. She's like, hey, if he says Carol Callen, I was like, oh, I know who this is. Hello, of Carol. <laughs> what's the what's the news? She's like, I just want to congratulate you on being an Olympian. I was like, oh, my gosh, thank you. And the team starts like cheering behind me because they heard me say thank you. So, oh, that's so sweet. It's crazy. Yeah, I, when she called me, I instantly like called Chelsea Gray, and I was just like, "What's going on?" She didn't answer. I was like, "No, no, 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 no." She's got to <laughs> answer this phone call. So then that's what she told me, and I was like, "Yes, we're good." So Yay. exciting! I know it's. I know. Like crazy to think about. We're really Olympians. We're going to Tokyo. Are you getting a tattoo or what? I I want to because like this is a big deal. It is like a really big deal. So yeah, I'm probably gonna get the the rings on me for sure. But it's crazy that I'm really playing for Coach Daly again. Like I was just gonna ask you about your best friend. <laughs> Yeah, like me and my bestie are back at it again. Like I thought I, I left her at South Carolina, but here we are. But it's crazy because I remember when they first named her as the coach, like I was crying my eyes out because I was so happy for her. Mm-hmm. And I didn't process that I could actually be a player on that team. So to be a player on the team now and to play alongside her, I, I'm again, I'm super excited, like just to be back in the field of things. Like now I know kind of her system better because mm-hmm. I yeah. didn't really know it in college. Uh, <laughs> so it's like, it's pretty good to kind of be back in there. <laughs> yeah. And I love you guys just like back and forth. Even still, I see you on Twitter, you guys just like joking with each other and roasting each other, whatever it might be. It's so fun just to be around that. I love Coach Daly too. She's so, such a good coach, obviously, but such a cool person too. Yeah, that's what she is. That's why I love love getting on her nerves yes okay so on to the next thing you modeled for skims what (laughs) i need to know who contacted you about this how it happened how it was on the shoot like what happened afterwards i need all the details octagon they just really like showed out when they said skims i was like of course i want to do skims they're comfortable you got kim k like this is big time but i didn't know how big time it really was until like after it dropped because like yeah we were talking about it before like it was like kanye west like sunday service photographer Mm -hmm. and she's like this big time photographer and i was just like wow like this is huge but when it actually dropped and like i saw like kim k like hit me up i was like oh my god like this is real it was a lot of fun though my like i could i didn't know i was that flexible in some (laughs) i was like oh this is cute it looked good but um yeah it was a lot of fun I, I loved it that's like my favorite shoe and the stuff is like so comfortable so hopefully we'll get some in Tokyo <laughs> yeah how much merch did you get Ooh, they told me to pick out like a couple things so like it's like 
different. It's cute little sports bras and like little boxers. Nice. It's really cute. I, I enjoyed That's it. That's awesome. <laughs> That's so fun. Well, the pictures were fire. So thank it was so you, cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But it's like, I don't know. I don't, for me, when we were named like Olympians, like I was just like, we're about to go play the Olympics and come back and have to play our whole season with our like regular team. I don't know how I'm about to do that. Like, honestly, I have to go win this gold medal with everybody and then come back and play against you guys to try to win a WNBA championship. I can't wrap my head around that. It's crazy. Plus, the Commissioner's Cup is this year. Like, there's so much. Plus, there's an All-Star game this year. Like, there's so much going on. Yes, but the All-Star game is going to be popping, though. I feel like it's going to be, like, a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's different. Like, all-stars playing against other all-stars, but these all-stars happen to be the Olympic Yeah, team. I know. <laughs> I know. And it's like, I'm first of all, I'm so happy it's in Vegas because that's where it was in 2019. Obviously, we didn't have it last year, but it's so fun to do it here. They need to do it here every year. So yeah. it's going to be like COVID-restricted party all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's what All-Star Break is all about. Exactly. It's like getting live, getting lit. What other place to have it then in Vegas? I mean, but I mean, mm-mm. it's different. I don't know. The, I, I'm interested to see what this looks like because like we said this is different like this isn't just like all-star all-star east west like this is like olympic teams and then like all-stars of the w but as long as they got that hockey sub in there i'm good because i love just running off the court and someone yes hockey sub (laughs) that means i don't have to run in transition so that's always good but i think it's going to be competitive yeah oh it's going to be really competitive for sure yeah (laughs) we have a lot of first time all-stars this year too so it'll be fun yeah i was i got a shout out to my girl d Dierka mm-hmm. Yambi with her first all-star. Like, that's a big deal for her because, I mean, six one of the year, like, she has it all but that. So, yeah, congratulations to you, Dierka. Yes, D. <laughs> There's also a little bit of roster drama with NECA. I know. Oh, goodness, yeah. When that dropped, I was like, ooh. I know. But I'm glad to see that she could possibly play on Team Nigeria. Yeah. Like, that's... All three of them. Erica, Cheney, and NECA. Yeah, that is right. Yep. Oh, Could you wow. imagine? Because Arike is Nigerian. Mm-hmm. Like, if she goes to Nigeria, too. Right. Like Because USA almost lost to Nigeria uh, last year on that tour. Yeah, the world. Yeah. Yeah. Like, people are... It's like... Of course, we know the game is changing, but countries are getting so much better. And I mean, of mm-hmm. course, we're going to hold it down at being us because we get better as well. But it's really good like to see the women's side of it really come together and be very competitive. So, yeah, I mean, if they go to the Team Nigeria, that's going to be... Woo, I wonder something, something. when it will be because Cheney and Neck are out with injuries right now. Yeah. But we play Nigeria, an exhibition game mm-hmm. in Vegas. So I wonder if they'll be ready for that one. I don't know. We're going... I that's feel like everyone's going to be we watching... Don't... Because people were so mad Neko wasn't on the team. Yeah, Twitter blew up. I was like, oh, my heart. I had to text Neko. I was like, oh, my heart. Because, like, she's Madam President. Like, she does everything. And I know she wanted that. Yeah, like, Neko's so pure-hearted. Like, wow. She really is. Neko for President 2024. Hello. I'm there. Got my vote. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. But we play tonight. Well, I don't know when this is going to air. But Fee and I, we have a game today. And we are playing tonight. And last time we matched up. We went to overtime and the Aces uh, took the L. It was just an L because we went into <laughs> overtime like <laughs> so many minutes. So many minutes were logged. I mean, I feel like we both were big buckets. I'm not even gonna lie. We were I feel like we always we usually always play well. Yeah. I mean yeah. when we play each other. It, I think it's always fun when we play each other because I feel like it's anyone's game every time. Every like, it's a good matchup. It's not like, you know, yeah. I don't know. It's just always a good game. And our coaches are just both petty. Like, they're the same petty. person. 
They're just the same person. So I think that makes the game even more like hyped up. But yes, it's pretty cool. I always love competing against Fee, as everyone probably knows. Ever since UConn days, Team USA trial days, mm-hmm. like we go way back. So it's always fun. We've been in this B for seven years now. No, it's what? crazy. And we think seven that we years? think that that's like old, but we're still like so young in the league. I feel like seven years ago, I should have been in middle school. <laughs> seven years ago, I was a senior in high school. What's happening? Just, we can't go down that road anymore. Seriously. But like speaking of our years together, like do you see these college kids getting paid now? Finally. <laughs> I mean, I'm so jealous, but so happy that it's finally happening. Seriously. Yes. yes. It's needed. Like it was, that's going to shake the table and shake the game for so many different brands, sponsors, and even like. And change kids' lives. I mean. Yes. You know what? I'm just going to say this. The NCAA, they had no choice but to do this because people are seeing like how corrupt they are and money hungry that they are. And they had no choice because people were starting to go overseas or the yep. men were playing, you know, the in G like the League. G League yeah. or something. And they saw their money slipping away and they finally decided to do something that would keep uh, students in college. Yeah, I, I, it needed to be done. It makes me so mad that they did it for that reason because... Ugh. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. I would be going crazy if I was in college right now. I'd be like, anybody need a deal? Come on, help camp. sponsors. I'm I'm doing camps. I'm selling anything. All those shoes they give us. Like after the game, I'll be like, game worn shoes. Come on, what you guys want? We could do yes. this. We got that stipend check like twice a semester, and yeah. you're like trying to ration it off. Yes. Did you see they used to make stuff though? That's like. If you were able to make money in college, this is what you would be paid. And I'm like, dang, could have used that. Just a little bit. I mean, hey, there's going to be some people that probably have big deals like us in the W. That's like crazy to think about. Right. I wonder to what extent they could do it, you know? Right, right. Because it's not like you can get a sponsorship from like Nike. That's true. Like who can sponsor? Yeah. I don't know. I saw a lot of different food places. I was like, listen, if Bojangles in college was like, hey, Asia, I'm all for it. Pre-game with Jangles. I will walk in tunnel fit (laughs) eating a biscuit. Like, what do you need? Bojangles. Oh my gosh. (laughs) But it's getting like, it's getting real out here and I'm for it. Yeah. It's about time. I'm happy for them. (laughs) Yeah. They deserve it. Right after we left. I know. See, I feel like we're like the stepping stone. Like maybe we can say that we were a part of that. Like we made it happen because we were popping. Yeah. We were popping. And those people that came right after us were fed up. Good for them for not staying. Right. We just sat around. Yes. We really need to switch gears to the WNBA beef. There was so much in our time away. It was. I think the biggest thing had to be the Skylar Jasmine Jones situation. Mm, that. that was spicy. It was spicy. The tea was hot there. It was good, the tea though. was like, hot. I loved it because I'm like, oh, everyone's watching the W. I saw us like everywhere mm-hmm. on Bleacher Report and stuff. I was like, ooh, this is good. Let's give a little recap of what happened and then we can talk about what we <sighs> Okay, so there's a highlight reel. And um, Jasmine Jones kind of was just like, okay, yeah, yada, yada, but talk about my team. And that's when Sky kind of... Came in with the one-two punch. It was like, you know, you need to discuss some things with your team. And I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. I'm for it. And then Jasmine was like, you want to fight? Oh, yeah. The fighting. like, those are fighting words. In my personal humble opinion, I think Jazz was a little too sensitive. I mean... W Slam posted a highlight of Skylar. Yes, Phoenix lost against New York in that game. Right. But it was a nice move. And W Slam is a highlight page. They're not posting stats on who won the game. They're posting 
good stuff that happened in the game. And Jasmine is mad. She's like, okay, but they lost the game. That's not the point. She couldn't have a nice move. A Both move. of these things can't it's be the, true. It's, they do it for clicks. Like you do it for interaction and reaction. Yeah. So. Yeah. I feel you there. Yeah. But at the same time, she was holding it down for a teammate. So I don't know. I don't know if I want to play devil's advocate. Well, <laughs> but th- I'm just like, why did you have to say something <laughs> in the first place at all? Because she was like, this is cute, but y'all need to talk about my team. But I get it. I get what you're saying, too. Hey, I'm just there to be nosy and uh, like look at the tea. I'm not trying to be in it. I know. I I'm not for the Twitter beef. But I mean, let's. Unless it's with uh, Kelsey Plum and uh, what's your face, D- Erica? <laughs> yeah. If it's not with my teammates, I stay out of it. But <laughs> it's not even Twitter beef. But someone got spicy against L.A. <laughs> <laughs> and, and shook the whole Twitter world. So oh, I need to know what was going on there. That was like a lot of buildup because, <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know just as well as I know, LA is annoying to play against, okay? <laughs> They're always so overly aggressive all the time. And I was having a bad game, so I was already frustrated. <laughs> and then, uh, I, I don't know, I was driving to the basket and I, I felt like one of their rookies was on me a little bit too much, so I gave her a push. I did push her off, but okay. in my defense, I feel like she hooked me. Okay. okay? But then Zowie B came over, and she pushed me. She was standing up for her rook, but it was the last straw. Yeah, it was, was it. the last straw. It just took you over the top. It took me <laughs> over the top. I mean, under good circumstances, I don't freaking like being pushed. Don't put your hands on me. But that was just the last straw for that specific game in general, too. I mean, we everyone read your lips, but if you do you want to share with the people <laughs> about what she said? So don't push me. <laughs> Insert bleep F word. <laughs> Can we do a little censor spot right there? <laughs> I love it. That was like, I was in it. I was like, oh my God. I was like, B. And everyone was in my mentions like, we need it on the T. What's going on, I Asia? Know. I was like, y'all, I don't know. I'm, I, I know. know. Dude, Breaking Tea literally sent me a t shirt with it on. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's good. I know. Hey, I love it. I'll, I'll rock it. They need Breaking Tea, send me one. I'll rock it for sure. But I get it. Like, sometimes it just takes, like, the small, like, little things to just be like, all right, enough is enough. And, like, snap. Yeah. I have nothing against that would be. Yeah. Like, I mean, don't push me. Right. <laughs> but it's a part of the game. But, like, it's yeah. all good. Like, I'm, hey, do your thing. Yes. It's, a, it's in the heat of the moment. I feel that. Another thing, a little tea, a little something that happened, Kennedy Carter suspended. She was having beef with, apparently, sources say her and Courtney in the locker room were arguing or something like that. And I guess the coach took Courtney's side. Dang. And then he's like, Kennedy, you're done. Dang. And so she left. She didn't come back out. That's, and it's crazy. Suspended. It was during our game, and I didn't have a clue. Like, it was like, I'm so checked out during games because I'm, yeah. of course, obviously playing. But, I mean, it's getting it's getting hot. I think it's... It is what it is. I mean, things happen. We all know things happen in the locker room. We know. Like, things are going to happen. Things are going to come up. But, hey, that's crazy. That's, Do you think she's going to get traded? Cut? What do you think? I don't know. I mean, Kennedy Carter is, like, a great player. Like, she's such a a shifty guard. Like, so hard to guard. So, I feel like she deserves to be in our league. Where? I have no idea. But she's someone where it's like, I wouldn't want to guard her going downhill, like... 
that she's she's nice at what she does and she deserves to have a spot but she's a good player honestly though like i think attitude is a big part of it yeah. you can be a good player but you have to be a good and i'm not saying this specific situation right. but in general you have to be coachable you have to be a good teammate because talent can only make you take you so far yeah if you're not scoring 30 every single night people might not want to put up with it yeah. it might not be worth it that's true and i think it's also like the environment that you're in the environment that you're around like mm-hmm. things like that matter you know and some we yeah. all come from different paths and walks of life and you don't know how people may take things or now especially with social media everything's blown up out of proportion so mm-hmm. like I can only imagine how that locker room is or because I know ours isn't I'm not gonna sit here and say the aces have a perfect locker room everyone knows the aces don't have a perfect locker room but <laughs> it's like you gotta find that thin line yeah. of understanding people but also having that respect mm-hmm. so I get what you mean Absolutely. as well like that's all yeah. key yeah <laughs> Yeah, for sure. You think uh, like younger players in general are doing more trash talking than older players now? I think, I mean, we've been saying this before. I think this wave and this generation of players, just they don't they don't care. Like, you know, it's Mm -hmm. like they're bold. So I think when us, when we were coming up, it was kind of like, all right, we're just going to play our game and keep it moving. But I think for this wave, it's kind of like we don't care. Like we were going to say what we're going to say and that's that. So mm-hmm. I think yes, now they're starting to talk mm-hmm. a little bit more, and that's okay. But at the same time, let your game like be talking. Yeah, like if you can yeah. back it up, you can hoop. Go have at it. I'm not gonna talk back to you on the court. It's not me. I don't mm-hmm. could care less. Yeah. But for some people, that's their game. So hey, have at it. You do you, boo boo. You do you. Boo-boo. I'm just here to sip the tea and look, <laughs> watch. It. I don't really. This was too much tea for me being involved in. I want to sit on the sidelines and just soak it all up. That's with it. Other people. I just needed to just sit there and enjoy it. <laughs> okay. It's almost time for a quick break. But first of all, we've got to give some props presented by the WNBA. This is the part where we give shout outs to someone who's been killing it. So Asia, who are you shouting out this week? I said it already, but I'm going to have to give a shout out to Dierka Hanby on her first all-star appearance. Uh, mm-hmm. I know she's really been wanting it, so I- I'm glad to be a teammate of hers. And yeah, shout out to you, D. Yes, she deserves it. Yeah. Mine's going to go to, but Nigel Laney, she has absolutely been killing it this year. So shout out to you, girl. Yes. Okay, we'll be right back with our guest of this week, Renee Montgomery. Welcome back, everyone, and hey, Miss Renee. What's up? How are you? Oh, I'm feeling good. I'm happy to be here, have a little tea with you. What's goody? Yes, we're so glad to have you. You know, we, we're talking to a WNBA owner now. Like, <laughs> I need to know all the tea about how that come about. Because, you know, people normally go straight to, oh, would you want to coach? But they yeah. don't, they skip over that owner part. So please tell me the tea on that. Where did it come about? Yeah, listen, it came about, I opted out, as you know of last season and I was just trying to think of like yo how can we make like a big splash and do some stuff and my fiance Serena Grace was like why don't you buy the dream and I'm like girl stop playing like you know like I'm just being honest when when she first said it I was not receptive because you know people see you different than you see yourself and so as I was thinking about it more and more I was like all right maybe you're not so you're not it's not a crazy idea after all and so started talking to venture capitalists 
try to figure out how, you know, I ain't got all them coins, Asia. I don't know if you, I ain't got all the coins that we needed to buy a team, okay? I got you. Okay, so I had to start reaching out to people that have the bigger bag. And I'm like, all right, I'm talking to people. Some things didn't work out, but long story short, I hit up Kathy, let her know I was retiring. Kathy Engelbert is the commissioner of the WNBA. Y'all should know that if y'all are listening to this podcast. <laughs> but um, she just like, man, she was so lit. She was so dope. She was like, all right, so what do you need kind of situation? I'm like, all right, bet. I need to get connected. And really, that's that's kind of how it happened. Once I got connected to Kathy, you know, through the More Than a Vote group, all of them kind of helped me get connected to the right people. And it was go. It was a go once I met Northland, that whole crew, Suzanne and Larry. Yeah. Like, we just kind of knew, like, all right, let's do this. That's super dope. Yeah. So, you know, we know because of the scout, we know that you're a PG. <laughs> and is that you got to make a lot of decisions. So I'm guessing, like, and I'm asking, what are you learning, I guess, now when it comes from, like, am I hitting the post or am I hitting my wing? Your decision making <laughs> now is, like, completely different. So I guess, like, what's your... What's the biggest thing that you've learned in decision-making now that you're an owner? Man, what I learned is that athletes are equipped for this. Like, we're, we're, we're made for this. I mean, everybody knows we have different things going on with our team, the Atlanta Dream, right now. But for me, I'm like, I've been in a locker room before, so I'm not too, like, I'm not panicking. I'm not too concerned. I've been here. I know what it's like. But people that maybe haven't seen p- teammates argue in a locker room, I've seen teammates fight, personally. Like, I've been, yeah, like, I, we've seen that. So people on the outside that haven't been in locker rooms, this is like, whoa, everything that's happening is so crazy. And I'm like, yeah, all right, everybody get off the internet. Let's stop talking about it on social. And let's just all like figure this out because it's a family. Like as a family, you argue. As a family, you figure it out. But we're in the figuring it out mode. So I think just situations like that. You know, I've been a point guard my whole life. I've been small my whole life. Some people hit the growth spurts and all. No, I've been small. So I've been that one that, you know, we have, like I said, me, Larry, and Suzanne, we just kind of been figuring it out on the fly. But I think like any athlete that's had to be in a huddle, we get five seconds in a huddle to figure out who mad, what's the next play we running, who we got to get the ball to so they not mad. We, you got about 10 seconds before a timeout, I mean, before a free throw. That quick pace, I mean, athletes were built for it. True. I, I never really thought about it like that. And I think social media honestly gasses it up already, you know, because <laughs> everyone wants to know like, what's the T, like, what's up? But at the end of the day, like it happens, like things happen. So I definitely like feel you on that part. But I guess what's your, what's like, what are you hoping to accomplish uh, with the dream and now in your new position? Yeah, I want people to start looking at the Atlanta dream the same way they look at the Atlanta Hawks, Atlanta United and, and Atlanta Braves here in Atlanta. You know, we have all the sports teams here, but then we got brands that they're literally sponsors for every men's sports team, but they don't sponsor us. They're literally people supporting every other men's team, but they don't support us. So we got to get the fans, the community, the corporations, all of that on board with our team because we're a professional team in the city as well. So that's my whole thing. Like that's my whole drive being, you know, ground on the ground with the community stuff, but also like ring the alarm. Like we're a sports team here too. Even women's sports, the WNBA people, a lot of times they just use the old things like, oh, yeah, nobody's watching. Oh, it's not good. And that wasn't even old. But that's these are old things. And so we know that's not the case. We know people are watching. We know the Women's World Series for NCAA beat out the Men's World Series yep. for the NCAA. Numbers don't lie. <laughs> the numbers don't lie. So we know that 
that's not there anymore. Like that little barrier that people are saying, oh, when the numbers get there, we're here. So I'm knocking on doors like, yeah, the numbers are here. What's up? That's that's kind of what I'm doing now. That's the energy that we need surrounding <laughs> our game. Yes, I love that. I love that. But you mentioned the Atlanta Hawks and um, saw you being a little analyst. Uh, and <laughs> I know yeah, a little something, a little splash. I like that. I like that. I love it. You're like most of the dimensional. So it's like you're giving me everything right now. And I love that. So could you possibly just speak on like your transition like from a player now to an analyst like I tried it my rookie year and it was pretty cool because I feel like we have a different mind and we can bring a different aspect Definitely. to the like to analyzing the game because we've been in those situations so if you don't mind speaking on that please share because like you got the PG mind so I'm, I'm... listen <laughs> that's the thing I like I try to tell people all the time like you know this whole debate Maria Taylor Rachel Nichols I try to tell people all the time that Women, we play the same basketball men play, you know? So when they think of women being analysts for men, there's the same game of basketball that we all play. It might look different to fans because men are dunking, but I can guarantee you that when you read that pick and roll, this the exact same reads. They might be throwing a lob. We might be doing a drop pass. So I just... People don't really realize that. It's really crazy. So whenever I got to cover the Hawks, I think a lot of people were here in Atlanta were like, wow, you really know what you're talking about. And I'm like, yeah, baby, we played in the, <laughs> I played in the WNBA 11 years. But that goes to say, you know, I'm glad that you dipped your feet in it, you know, early, starting out early, because the experience that we have going up to it, there's analysts right now sitting in seats that haven't played past high school. And that's not a knock on them. But you, your rookie year, you played under Don Staley. You know, you've you've studied under one of the greatest point guards to ever play. So, of course, you better learn something under Don Asia. Like, of course. And so I think that it's just people have to start changing the way they think, you know, like there shouldn't be one seat that all the women, all the minorities, everybody got to fight over to talk about sports when we know sports. So I'm just happy to have this role um, and be able to talk about a sport that we all play. That's on it. Snaps there. <laughs> okay. Snaps. <laughs> But um, as as when, once we got back on, you I want to revisit uh, the decision of you opting out of the 2020 season. Like I'm not even gonna lie to you, I had those thoughts in my head uh, coming into it, and it was really tough. I just remember talking to just my whole team and rallying behind it. But I want to know like what were the factors that you were considering, like, and how hard was it? Because I can only imagine like opting out of your your livelihood, like what you're used to. So. Like, I don't know. I want to pick your brain there. Like, what went into that? Uh, it's literally, it was so tough because it's like our lifestyle. Like, literally how we live our day-to-day -day life. Like, I go to practice. I take a nap. You know, that's what, you know what I mean? And then I wake up. So, my whole lifestyle shifted. And it shifted already because of the pandemic. So, I think the pandemic, like, if I was in the thick of things playing basketball, it would probably been hard for to pull me away. But when the pandemic happened, I like everything stopped. So my Hawks, I was calling the Hawks. I was supposed to call the women's NCAA, the Dos Equis 3x3 tournament. I had all these different jobs, but they were all around sports. And so when all of that stopped and I had to sit down and side note, that let me know too that I can't have all my eggs in one basket. That's just a little nugget because when sports shut down, my whole world shut down. And I was like, oh no, baby, I don't like this. So I had <laughs> right, to diversify. It? I had to diversify my portfolio. But when all that happened, I was just sitting at home and I started like watching the TV. And I'm like, yo, this is kind of crazy that we're watching a man get murdered on TV. Like that, that's kind of it was like blowing my mind that. In 2021, we were really watching this. And then I live in Georgia. So, you know, we was turned up over here. I'm just, 
I looked out my window. It was loud. It was, you know, I live close to the downtown area. So that's where a lot of the mar the protests, the marches were happening. They were turned up. And I was like, oh, no, I want to be turned up, too. Like I was, you know, I wanted I had that same energy they had. So I'm like, all right, what can I do to enhance that? What can I do to be a part of that? I want to be down, basically. And so when I started to just look at it, I realized that, man, I, I didn't think it happened one day. I didn't think about basketball the whole day. Now, some people that might that might be normal for me, like it's a way of life. So that's crazy to not even think about working out or basketball a whole day. And that said a lot to me because that meant that like my heart, my mind was somewhere else. And so I just kind of followed that. You know, I, I was the same as you. And a lot of people kind of like you, they hit me up. Like once I opted out, they hit me up, try to pick my brain. And I told everybody like, it, I don't think everybody needs to opt out. You know, I think that people thought since I opted out that I thought everybody needs to opt out. Let's take a stand. I thought it was dope what what the WNBA was doing in the Wubble. I think that that made like a loud noise over there and we're making a loud noise over here. And then you got the NBA and you got Naomi Osaka wearing her mask. And I'm like, we really loud out here. Like I just, I just really felt like something was happening. And so it was a tough decision, you know, especially I told you I ain't had no jobs. All my jobs was with basketball. And so I wasn't getting no paychecks. The WNBA let us know, unless you got a medical excuse, you're not getting no money. So <laughs> they told us, they let us know that real quick. They did, so, they quit, they quit with that. <laughs> they told us, and so I'm like, dang, okay, so I'm quitting my job with no job, basically. This doesn't seem very bright, but like everything worked out the way it should. It was tough, though. I will say it was a tough decision, but I really have no regrets. Yeah, I love that. And like when you spoke about Georgia, and for those who haven't been paying attention, you know, the dream in the WNBA flipped a whole Senate seat over here. Like <laughs> Georgia was popping, it was jumping, it was live. Yeah. Like what message do you think that like that sent out about the WNBA and like how it influenced us beyond basketball? Like I think that was just like yeah. major, like, I don't know, I guess being in it, like you said, being in Georgia and seeing it all. Cause Vegas, like, it wasn't really popping like yeah. you think it would, but Georgia's like the heart of it. Like we, they, they turn up down there. So like, listen, we were sister soldiers down here. Okay. <laughs> like we were really turned up. And I mean, people were reaching out to me that I was like, what? Like even LeBron James is more than a vote. And then when Stacey Abrams reached out to me, I'm like, yo, this is really wow. Like I was just like mind blown as it was all happening. Then Reverend Ward knocking. I'm like, Okay, this is like all history happening and we're in history. Like, it's not like maybe, no, we're a part of history. Wearing the shirts. We know what the numbers were, the single digit voting poll. Like, we we know where it was at before the movement happened. And so it's like, wow, this is crazy. But I think the message that everybody, you know, I talk about it all the time, like moments equal momentum. I say it all the time because... I opted out. That was that moment where I had to make a decision, you know, and they say like that big risk moment. I opted out not knowing what was really going to happen. And I think a lot of people here in Georgia, when they hit the streets, when they went to the polls, no one really knew what was going to happen. But everybody was like, I'm going to add my moment. Like, I'm going to make my vote. Everybody telling me my vote ain't going to matter. But everybody still voted anyway. Like, everybody knows we're normally a Republican state. Like, it's a known thing. This is not new. But everybody still went out knowing that history could be changed. And so, I mean, I think that that's the message, man. Don't like whatever used to happen in the past, whatever might've been the norm, like everything's changing now, even with women. Like, you know, you see Kamala Harris in the white house. Shouts to the AKAs, by the way, we got an AKA family. I, yeah, our, 
You, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I already know. So shouts to that, that movement, you know, HBCUs, Divine Nines. I think there was a lot of people that had never heard of that. My parents went to an HBCU and met there. My sister went. So I'm very HBCU rooted, but I think it was a real education process when everybody was strolling to the polls. And I mean, here in Atlanta, we take things literally. So folks were literally doing their line dance, line walk. Like they were out there. They was out there <laughs> turned up. And I'm like, look at Atlanta. Like I just was so proud. So I think the message is like, yeah, you might like, you know, you're one person, but everybody felt like they were carrying weight during the pandemic. And look what happened. I feel that. I do. I do. I love that. Like that was perfect. Yes. I Snaps to that. That was perfect. <laughs> uh, we're going to switch gears a little bit, a little bit. You know, it just dropped about college athletes can make money now. <laughs> and I don't know about you, but I'm feeling some type of way because- They about to get to the bag, Asia. What's going on here? Like if this was a couple years ago, we could be set. Like, oh my goodness. But what do you like? What do you think the the NIL rights would mean for female athletes? Yeah, you know, I think that athletes are really going to get to the bag. We know even now it's a growing process. People don't understand the WNBA. We're in twenty five, our twenty fifth season. That's actually really young for people that don't know. That's really young. The NCAA is not young. The, the women's tournament. There are diehard fans that go to the Final Four every single year. There are- Without a doubt. <laughs> without a doubt. So brands know that. They want to attach to that madness of March. So you know that the brands are going to show up and show out. Look, what is it? Monday, I think, it's about to be on. We're going to see what Paige is doing from UConn because she about to get right to the bag. And I even asked Coach Ariema, I was like, what do you think about, like, do you think college players are about to start making more money than- the WNBA, because with the NBA, it's not that same problem. You're not going to really be in them million dollar deals in college, but there's contracts that are 60,000 in the WNBA that we seen right off top, right when it opened up a college football player made $20,000 deal. Like, so we see what's happening. I like to see players get to the back. I'm gonna tell you what, if you was there when they was building that statue of you, Asia, all of that in South Carolina, Asia, I'm gonna tell you right now, <laughs> I'll tell you right now, you would have got to the bag too. Listen, the coin would have been gotten, snatched, laid, fried, died, laid to the side. You would have already been with Mountain Dew since South Carolina. They would have had you doing the do in South Carolina, baby. I'm trying to tell you, it would have been. Stickers would have been on my uniform. I would have been rocking anything. My earrings. What did you say? Funyuns? Uh, shouts to Funyuns. I really do like Funyuns. I'd have Funyuns. What y'all say? Listen. I'm drinking Gatorade on the court while shooting the free. Like what you said about a boat? I thought you said what did you say about a bolt okay i'm just i would have been that girl i would have been setting it all up like scrunchies i know scrunchies are a thing i'd have been putting my hair up every every time but that's what i hope athletes I only say that to say first i hope athletes get an accountant because when you start making money you actually have to account for that money that's just a side note but get to the bag man i think that this is an opportunity because Everybody ain't going pro. We know that. That 1% is going pro. But imagine if you leave college, you obviously got your scholarship paid for, and then you leave with a little bit of money in your pocket. Come on. Like, that's it. That's what's hey, up. Hey, I'm there. Right there with you. Like, that was, listen, all college athletes out there, y'all better tune in because we're dropping gems up in here. 
<laughs> but <laughs> we're going to get to our next segment. This is like Fee and I's favorite segment of the... Well, second favorite because Spill the Tea is the first. But the second is Start, Bench, Cut. Oh, Lord. This is your time to, you know, start, bench, or cut. So we're going with basketball movie. Oh, no. Don't do it to me. You got Love and Basketball. Okay. Coach Carter okay. and Space Jam. Oh, Lord. Okay. We're going with the original Space Jam, right? Yeah, right the OG. All right. So let's see here. We're going to have to... Look, y'all just set me up for failure. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to cut Coach Carter, and I love you, Coach Carter. I need Coach Carter right now. Okay, He's Coach make Carter. Make you run the laps. Go ahead. Listen, Coach Carter. I like the message though. Make them figure it out. We doing that right now. Like I said, with the dream, we getting our Coach Carter on. But I gotta cut him. I gotta cut him. That's that GM talking. That's that. That's that owner talking. That's crazy. I know. We. You know what I'm saying? We getting our Coach Carter on I right get now. You. I get you. Oh, okay. And then one, we're gonna. What's my other two options? Love and basketball and Space Jam. And which one we're gonna bench? And which one we're gonna what? Start. Oh, Why you do this to me? Okay, so we're going to. I, I grew up on Space Jam, man. I gotta. I gotta start Space Jam. I'm sorry. I. I'm starting Space Jam and I'm benching loving basketball. I mean, I love loving basketball, but I knew every single line to Basketball Jones. I got a Basketball Jones open. Like, I know the whole soundtrack. Like, I really do. So, you can't beat Space Jam, man. It's, it's, it's. I mean, you're better than me. I would have cut Love and Basketball. I don't like, I, I don't like Love and Basketball. I, I'm sorry. Uh, that's, that's my hot take. Because Love and Basketball, that's a hot take. That's my it's hot take. I cannot here. stand it's Love spicy. and Basketball. <laughs> Every time it's on, I'm like, cut it off. No, we do not need to see that anymore. Oh. I, wow. I absolutely hate oh, it. Oh, you so, really actually don't even like it. Like that's, No. Storyline, I don't like any of it. Double for nothing. You didn't like that double or nothing? Nothing. That, don't play me for my heart. Okay. <laughs> well, that's the anthem, though. Say it one more time for the people in the back, because I get the tweet still, and I'm retired. Do y'all know I'm retired? Don't play me for my heart. I'm tired of that. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> we're off of that. Love that. No, we're done with that. <laughs> no love in basketball for Asia. I know that's probably my, like, Tick some people. And she already in love anyway. And she already signed to her team. So it's covered. Love and basketball is about somebody that was trying to get signed and trying to find love. You already got all that. We good over it's here. Okay. So that was cute. It was real cute in the moment. It was cute. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> they had the sparks in there. Shouts to Lisa Leslie, okay. You know what I'm saying? Show some love. That's funny. <laughs> but but to wrap it up with our favorite, favorite, favorite game. Well, it's not even a game, it's it's spill the tea. What's like, we need some tea. What's the hottest tea you got? Like, what's up? Let me know. Okay, so I think everybody probably would want to hear about the Atlanta Dream and that the hottest tea we got. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's okay. the hottest. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm going to spill the tea about like growing pains. I mean, we have a young team and we have to figure some things out. But one thing I will say is that a lot of people that haven't been in locker rooms, I said it earlier, don't know what locker rooms look like. I mean, every time when things spill, I was on the Kyrie call and every that call, that call leaked when the guys were talking about how to create an impact and it was not perceived great about opting out. But when I opted out, that was perceived a different way. So I want people to understand that, yes, there's stuff that happened on a team, but we all right. That's, that's the tea I got that we're going to be fine. We're going to be good. There's not any bad blood anywhere. Just, you know what I mean? Like there's, it's all, I mean, like as an organization, we're not out here looking and, and mad and making drastic changes. Like we're going to stand in it. We're going to be tough through it. So 
that would be my official statement that I haven't released, um, but I'm going to release it right here that we're going to be all right. We're working through it. We're getting our Coach Carter on. We're working through it. That's what we're doing. Yes. In other words, everyone, Renee is saying, calm y'all asses down. Thank, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Asia. That, that I got part, you. Right? I'm here for that. I'm here for the real translation. There you have it. Thank you so, so much, Renee. This was like amazing. We always appreciate you coming on and enjoying a little tea with a and I'm here for it. Hey, you're good at this, by the way, okay? Get your host on, okay? <laughs> okay? Oh, man, I love that. <laughs> Renee, is there anything you got going on you want the people to know? This is the time you spilled a little tea. You got any more tea in there? Okay, well, I don't have tea, but yesterday, well, not even yesterday, I would say Quavo. So I have Renee's runs, and that's basically pickup games, non-committal. I know people got commitment issues. You don't necessarily want to be a part of a team. You want to get in shape this week. Next week, you don't really feel like it. So we created Renee's run, so you could just come through when you feel like it. We keep stats. We count your calories burned. It's a whole vibe. Quavo came through on our last run, which I thought was dope. Everybody knows he's a big sports fan, but for him to come through on a community event, I thought was pretty lit. They have We have them every Monday and Thursday. So just trying to do something for the community through my foundation um, and be like boots on the ground. Again, everybody, it's the pandemic. We got used to being in the house and not being active. Time to get up out. Time to start exercising and get healthy again. And then I got my podcast, Remotely Renee, which I, uh, the co-hosts are my Snookabooka, which is my mom, my sister, Nicole Young, and my manager, Paul Garino. So we just have a blast every Tuesday. They drop. Y'all got to come through. Actually, you need to come through to the pod, okay, Asia? That's what I'm going to just say. I'll let you know. But yeah, I thank y'all for having me. It's Liddy here. It's Liddy. Yes. That's that. Thank you so much. That was great. <laughs> Thank y'all so much for listening. Don't forget to follow on Apple Podcasts, subscribe on Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Our show is produced by Just Women Sports. For more great sports content, go to justwomensports.com. Be sure to subscribe to the newsletter and YouTube channel and follow along on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. I'm Nafisa. And I'm Asia, and you've been listening to Tea with A and B.